0: All right, so today I have Tay Sokey on the line, and he is the managing partner over at Sokey. Uh, Tay, welcome to the show.
1: Adam, it's an honor to be here. I love your podcast.
0: So thank you. I really appreciate that. And uh, I'm excited to get a little bit more into what you're doing over at Sokey. Um, But before we do that, let's get a little bit into your background. So how
1: did you get started uh, in business and in your career? Sure. Um, It started all the way back in high school. I noticed that in order to actually register for a new year of school, uh, it was a very long process. There were a lot of um, different papers that needed to be signed, specific checks addressed to different uh, companies, um, and it was uh, just a very, very time-consuming process. So while I was waiting in that line, uh, I was wondering, is there maybe a way to streamline this process And so uh, I built um, a piece of software called SpiderBay that I did um, in in part with my first startup. Um, So I launched the startup with the software that would basically be for management of student e-commerce needs uh, and would also have features for attendance and also features for field trip authorizations. And uh, it was really great. It was a really, really great start. I also uh, had a Facebook account, and Facebook was relatively new when I was in high school. And uh, I always had this affinity for Apple and Apple products. And uh, so the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, was one of the first people um, I tried to reach out on with Facebook. So uh, I added him as a friend, and in a couple of minutes, he added me back. And so I (laughs) was very excited. That's like the biggest thing that could happen to a nerd. Uh, is is to be added as a friend on on their Facebook. Um, And I went to the uh, info section, or I guess the about section, and I noticed that his phone number was in there. And the (laughs) the phone number was almost was fake. It was a very, very specific and kind of comedic collection of numbers. So, you know, I thought, what the heck, I'll I'll give it a try. And uh, I, uh, you know, pulled out my phone and called him and, I'll never remember that, that, or I'll never forget that voice. And he said, hello, this is Steve. Um, and so since then, um, I've always been about, you know, uh, contacting people that that I can draw inspiration from. I think it's very important to have mentors. Um, so from that point on, um, I was in contact with Steve Wozniak for many years and continue to, to send uh, Facebook messages to him. He still has a Facebook account. Um, And I drew a lot of inspiration from from his words of wisdom about starting my e-commerce service in high school. And that was really the start. I realized at a very young age that anything you put your mind to can truly be be done. Um, And uh, the people that are going to help you are going to be willing to help you if you really have that flame, that burning desire to succeed. Uh, I think great leaders can see that. And uh, great leaders ultimately come from wanting good in the world. They come from a sense of righteousness. And um, when they see somebody else who's, who's after the right things, maybe not just money, maybe not just power or whatever, uh, but somebody who's trying to change the world for a better, uh, I think anybody would be willing to uh, offer help. So that's okay. how I got started. Man, I it's
0: stories like this that I, I mean. People say, you know, I, I release a lot of podcast episodes. I'm like, oh, I love doing this podcast. I love these stories. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you reached out to Wise and you added him on Facebook. This is the best story. <laughs> and then you called him. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. You said, so, you um, said that. What? Hold on. You said that was the nerd's dream. That still is the nerd's dream. You get out of here. There's no was. That is. Um, so, Tate, hey, I um, so I, I think um, you're definitely a big mentor guy. So we obviously know that mentorship has played a big part based on your story um, in, in helping mm-hmm. you get where you're going, where you're at. Um, so there's some younger entrepreneurs or would-be um, people in the startup community listening right now that are kind of, you know, back and forth on this mentorship thing. They know they should do it, but um, they haven't done it. So, can you just comment on the importance of it a little bit more, and uh, what it's meant to you specifically in your career? So maybe that this hearing your voice is what's going to push them over the edge to do what they already know they should be doing.
1: Sure, and, and like you say, everybody knows that um, they can do uh, they can do the impossible, but sometimes there's that little voice in your head that says, oh no, my ideas are stupid, or oh no, you know this isn't worth looking into. I don't come from a big family. I don't have the money to do it. You can make excuses for days, um, but the wonderful thing about reaching out and constantly looking for new mentors and keeping those relationships very solid with your old mentors is that um, it provides an inspiration and it kind of provides a level of reality that I think um, is really important. When you see that this is a real person with real emotions and they also have 24 hours in their day and that they also face terrible hardships, and heck, they might have had a more difficult uh, set of circumstances than you, it can really push you forward and inspire the best out of you. Um, the great thing about being mentors is it, it's, uh, it creates a stepping stone for for what, what should come next. And um, if, if you um, follow through with their advice, which I think it's difficult not to, uh, when somebody like Steve Wozniak or somebody else you look up to is giving you advice, it's, it's very easy then to it's more easy than to take that step or that leap of faith um to take a massive risk towards the future that you want most
0: that's awesome i love it um let's switch it up a bit i want to get into what you're doing over at uh soki so first tell me a little bit more about the business please
1: sure so um i started soki llc um in uh i think it was late 2017 um I was really, uh, before that, interested in, in medical, going to medical school, um, and I was doing a lot of lab research at the, the Shirley Ryan Ability Lab, um, which is the number one rehab hospital in the world. Uh, I was working in one of the best neurosciences uh, labs in the world run by a man named Dr. Conrad Cording, um, again, uh, another fantastic mentor to have, um, and so I noticed that there was uh, a massive amount of patient intake of, of patients with Alzheimer's that were coming in. And uh, Alzheimer's is, is a terminal disease, and it's a disease where rehabilitation is not often the route people go. It's very expensive to find rehab, but also many people say that it's pointless. And um, if the person's going to, you know, eventually, if the patient is terminal, if they're going to end up dying because or with the disease, Maybe there's no point of doing this. And when I was told that by uh, a, a leading uh, neuroscientist, it, it really hurt me. Um, I would see these patients uh, lose sight of who they were. I'd see their families lose them, but the body is still there. It, it really hurt me at a very, very significant level. So I wanted to offer patients and, and people with memory problems at least something that they could use and I wanted to do it in a way that would not cost them anything. And I wanted to do it in a way where they wouldn't have to physically travel anywhere to, to receive this this perhaps therapeutic help. Um, so uh, I looked at virtual reality. And um, I'm a huge fan of video games. Uh, and I reached out to a man named Steve Bowler who helped make um, the uh, Moral Combat series of games. And uh, he's always been another hero of mine, and I found out that he lives very close to me in Chicago and uh, is doing a new startup called CloudGate, uh, which is a virtual reality uh, start, a game development startup. And so I, I sought some advice from him uh, about trying to make this a reality, and he pointed me towards the, the right direction. Um, I hired some help and built the world's first uh, virtual reality um, tool for people with Alzheimer's and dementia, And uh, since then, I've been working on that slowly um, and have been developing it. It's one of the first virtual reality um, solutions to offer wheelchair physics, uh, which is really interesting um, because it allows people who are not as ambulatory as you and I to be able to still experience the game in a way that's very realistic and applicable to them. So basically, um, in the software, people with dementia and Alzheimer's are offered... um, quests um, that will help them with their memory in the real world. Uh, So uh, the the, uh, solution has five different types of maps. Uh, There's a hospital environment, there's an office environment, and there's multiple different types of home environments, uh, as well as um, a restaurant environment. And it uh, prompts patients and users um, with questions related to memory that they might have to deal with in real life, for example, um, where did you leave your keys? And uh, so it can play movies and and put you um, and familiarize you with the setup of of the environment. And it's your duty to solve these memory-based questions. And what's really intelligent about Swan VR is that you and I can benefit from it too. There's a machine learning component to it that makes the game more and more difficult as um, as the user's level of competence increases. So if the game recognizes that you're a fairly intelligent person, it'll give you very difficult questions. Um, It'll ask you to maybe, uh, you know, find a soda can in a fridge um, or something very specific like that. Uh, And, and, you know, the sky's the limit and what's really cool about it is that physicians and and, uh, care providers can remotely monitor progress and look to see if there's maybe improvements in the memory performance of the users and while this is not, you know, the cure to, to Alzheimer's or dementia, it's been the biggest leap in a very, very long time in, in, in the disease, in my opinion. Um, and the best part about it is it's offered for free, and um, it's uh, there's no travel required, and patients can use it on, on their clock when they want to, and when they feel comfortable with it. Um, so that's Uh, The Swan VR software, Um, I've also gone into consulting within my company. Um, I like to handle uh, healthcare and pharmaceutical-related consulting contracts. Um, And uh, additionally, um, I'm developing a mobile app called Sonder, which is designed to coordinate care within families for for people that have Alzheimer's. So, for example, uh, maybe if somebody has... Alzheimer's in your family, um, and you need to coordinate care for them, um, this application uh, allows for very, very quick scheduling, so you don't have to pick up the phone and call every member of your, fr- uh, of your family or your friends in order to figure out who's going to care for this person within an allotted time slot. Um, and so uh, Alzheimer's is a, is a huge area of focus uh, for me. Um, and the consulting side is very helpful because it allows me to look at the changes that are happening in the medical industry as a whole. Many consulting um, inquiries uh, are related to technology and the future of technology in medicine. Um, and so, uh, oh, another component about Swan VR is it's named after my fourth grade teacher, uh, Mr. Kevin Swan. Um, I couldn't really speak English as a child. My parents uh, didn't teach me. We were immigrants. And so um, kids used to make fun of me. And so as I was struggling to understand English and uh, uh, struggling to read when other kids were, you know, reading Harry Potter, I was still working on my little caterpillar. Um, So uh, this man would spend a lot of time with me after class and um, really gave me the attention that I needed um, and kind of provided me with a tool that I could use to improve my life in the future. He provided uh, that initial investment that I needed. And so I named my VR therapy software after him, Swan VR. Um, and so in the future, I'd like to continue to um, work towards the research and uh, improvements uh, that can be made in um, in healthcare technologies. Uh, but specifically, right now, um, really focusing towards Alzheimer's and dementia.
0: Wow. That's a that is an amazing story, and I love the work you're doing, and and how you're really working to help that you know the, our our um our family members, our friends, our colleagues that are um, suffering from Alzheimer's in various stages of the disease. Um, if somebody's listening to this today and they want more information on your projects or to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to follow up?
1: Um so more information about the company and the products can be found at www.sokhey.org Fantastic
0: Well, Tay, I really appreciate you coming on the show today again and telling us more about your background and all the great work you're doing at Soki and with your other ventures. Uh, And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. um, Share this with your friends. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Tay, thanks again for coming on the show.